touch to the young, speech to the progress toward. Say to them, say to the downkeepers, the sun slappers, the self-soilers, the harmony ushers, even if you are not ready for the day, it cannot always be night. Sir, fix I do work. Hello and Happy New Year. Hope you all guys enjoyed your little Christmas break, your new year, and rang it in with the ones you love. It's uh, great to be back. Not not in the best mood today. Never am after a uh, losing week. Unfortunately, had to send my Venmos out. And uh, But it's always back to the grind. So rough week for Oz and Hart. Well, excuse me. Rough week for Harp. Oz went one and zero as he faded the podcast. We had different lines, but uh, he hit pretty easily as the Steelers took down the Browns last night. Uh, but we will get into that later. Uh, if you haven't already, follow us on Twitter at Oz and Harp BTB. Uh, the O is capitalized in Oz, and the BTB at the end is also capitalized. Uh, before we get started today, got a great show for you. Going to talk about. Uh, the non-playoff games that we bet on, we had half units on, what was it, four, six, seven non-playoff games. Uh, definitely going to get a recap into the college football playoff. Uh, talk about Alabama, talk about Georgia, and of course talk about the Wolverines, which I had a lot of money on. Um, uh, sorry, the dogs are playing outside or outside the office. You can probably hear them. But, uh, sorry, so to keep going, um, and we'll get into, of course, the NFL. Shout out to the Atlanta Falcons, uh, the only cover this week by half a point. Uh, Could have easily been 0-5 this week. I watched the Falcons game, and it was a struggle uh, for them to cover that one. Luckily, they did, so we avoided the 0-5. We're still up overall. I believe about one and a half units, definitely a shot in the gut this week, uh, but it is what it is. Uh, but before we get started on that, I just want to talk about the show going forward. So of course, today we'll have the week 18 picks for you. Uh, we will do a college football national championship pick as well. Uh, you know, I'll let you guys know, you guys know I have the future, so we'll get into that with Alabama. Um, I'll tell you if I'm fading myself and trying to even it out. Or if I'm just going to go all in with the tide, um, so we'll let you know. We'll go. We'll go with that. We'll uh, recap the NFL, um, and then of course NFL uh, Week 18. We have five picks today, um, but going forward, uh, we'll do a you know college football will be over. Uh, we'll do a show every playoff divisional round. Um, only, I can't even think of what the second round is called. Okay, second round, championship weekend. Um, and then probably my favorite one will be Super Bowl weekend, where we, of course, do the game. Um, we will do so many props. And I think I told you I have a ticket on Kansas City and Green Bay to win the Super Bowl. If that is somehow the Super Bowl matchup where I'm guaranteed to win some money, I don't can't tell you how many props I will probably bet on. Um, but I love Super Bowl Sunday. It'll be my favorite show of the year. And then we'll probably do a show after to recap Super Bowl Sunday and talk about what we want to do next year. Um, so let's dive right into it. Thanks for listening today. 
Uh, we'll start with the uh, non-playoff college football games. Um, we'll we'll kind of breeze through these. These were all half-unit plays. Of course, ended up being our best plays of the weekend, right? That's how it always happens. Um, didn't do a lot of research on these games. Definitely cost me uh, in one game, um, uh, which we will dive into. So the first game is Clemson Iowa State. Um, the game kind of went how I want or how I thought it was going to. Uh, more low scoring, dominated on defense. Uh, Clemson's defensive line just proved to be too much. Um, you know, DJ played good enough. The offense played good enough. Scored when it had to score. I believe it was six to three at halftime. No touchdowns. Pretty boring to watch. But bottom line, Tigers get it done. They get their tenth win of the year and um, are Cheez It Bowl champions. Uh, so that started off us us off one and zero. We gave it right back that night. I'll be honest with you guys. I told you we took the points with Oregon mostly mostly because. Uh, Oklahoma and Oregon felt like they were a little bit of disarray. Clearly, Oregon is in a much more disarray than Oklahoma. I think Oklahoma is going to be fine. Uh, I'm not confident with Oregon with, like I said, USC's rise uh, coming with um, with the new coaching staff, uh, potentially a new quarterback uh, going there. OU, you know, they seem like they're just going to kind of pick up where they left off. Though they did lose Caleb Williams to the transfer portal, though he says he might go back. They then got uh, the transfer quarterback from UCF, so I don't think he's going to go back. And I'll tell you what, man, I've heard some rumors. Clemson, which I don't think would happen for him um, because DJ and, you know, I figured DJ would be in the portal if, uh, if Caleb Williams was going to go to Clemson, but maybe he'll go after. I don't know. I honestly thought Caleb Williams wasn't going to play in this game. It was already in the portal. Um, and then because I just figured he was going to go to Southern Cal. So that's another reason I took Oregon, but you know, belittle to me, he played in the bowl game and then transferred. So I was a little confused by that. Maybe I mean he has every right to play in the bowl game. Uh, he led the team this season to a to a good season, um, and they won their bowl game. You know, shout out to Oklahoma. But uh, yeah, so that, that's where a little research will do you. Uh, will get you on that one, and they definitely got us back to even. But he is definitely the uh, prize possession out there. I've heard other schools like Georgia, um, which if he goes there, I'll probably be my pick to win the national championship next year. Um, and then obviously, you know, the mix with Southern Cal uh, makes a lot of sense following, uh, following his coach from Oklahoma to Southern Cal. Uh, anyway, so that, that, that push, those games were like the 29th or something like that. Um, so we went one-on-one on those, you know, no harm, no foul. Um, so then obviously we had the college football playoff and then these games, but we're just going to go ahead and do the new year's games before we do the college football playoff. Um, so Kentucky, Iowa, we had Kentucky minus three, uh, Kentucky dominated. The first half was up by 10, I believe. I figured that'd be enough to too many points for Iowa. Iowa's offense is just not very good. But to give them credit, they did score two touchdowns in the second half. Took the lead for uh, a little bit, but Kentucky was able to score late for a push. So I believe that is the first official push of the podcast. So shout out Kentucky and Iowa. Um, Kentucky, congrats on a great season. Second in the SEC East. Um, uh, Ten wins. And uh, Mark Stoops just has those boys rolling in the right direction. That's for sure. Uh, but a push for us, uh, so nothing exciting there. Then we have the Ole Miss-Baylor game. You know, what can I say? Sometimes you just take your L's, you know. Uh, we kind of got unlucky this week in, in a couple different situations, uh, which we'll get to. But 
Uh, bottom line is, you know, when Matt Corral goes down in the, it was either late first quarter or early second quarter. Uh, I mean, you kind of knew the bet was over then. Um, so took an L there as well. Um, Oklahoma State, Notre Dame, great game. Uh, we had Oklahoma State, I believe, plus one or maybe pick them. Uh, doesn't matter. They won by two. Uh, maybe it was even minus one, but doesn't matter. They won by two. Got down early. Uh, Notre Dame kind of went stagnant in the second half. Oklahoma State. Uh, call fire was able to hold on for the win um, you know good season for those guys you know probably a play away from being in the playoff uh, but with Oklahoma and Texas leaving uh, the Big 12 here at least by 2025 at the latest um, definitely Oklahoma State's in position along with Baylor and who knows maybe Cincinnati once they get to the Big 12 to uh, really run that conference and be in playoffs for years to come. So shout out Oklahoma State, Notre Dame, figure, still yet to figure out winning New Year's Day Bowls. I believe I saw that was like their ninth or tenth loss in a row, uh, including the playoff and other things like that. Looks like they had one. Uh, I know Marcus Freeman wanted that one, but uh, Oklahoma State pulled it out for us. Next one was Utah and Oklahoma State. Oh, I'm sorry. Utah and Ohio State. I have OSU written down. Um, but anyway, uh, great game, probably the best game of the bowl season. Uh, you know, Utah came out early. They ran the ball. They kind of did whatever they want, but they could not stop Ohio state. I mean, there was one point where there was like 28 points scored there in a game span of like two and a half minutes. I mean, it was crazy fun game to watch. Both quarterbacks played great. Uh, CJ Stroud was unbelievable. Um, Utah's quarterback. Can't think of his name right now. I believe his last name was rising. Uh, getting hurt, obviously took some out, but back the second string let him down the field to tie up the game. Uh, we had Utah plus four and a half. I actually had them on the money line as well, so I thought I was going to be a winner there. But the podcast did win with a plus four and a half. Uh, you know, after Utah tied it up, uh, Ohio State went down the field and it looked like they probably could have punched it in. The offense was pretty much doing what it wanted to all day, uh, but they decided not to and they kicked the field goal for the win. So that's Utah plus four and a half, uh, a winner for us. And then the last one was Arkansas and Penn State. And uh, it was kind of a back and forth game. Arkansas came out, uh, got a touchdown. Uh, Penn State took the lead for the half. Arkansas then kind of controlled the second half. Uh, I was, I believe, was able to win by 14, maybe it was 10. Uh, but two scores there for Arkansas. Good win for them. Great season for them. Uh, a lot like Kentucky, another team heading in the right direction, this one in the SEC West. Um, but I, uh, you know, definitely, definitely uh, a great season for Arkansas. Um, and they they definitely have a bright future um, going forward with Pittman at the helm. Um, yeah, I kind of joked about on, uh, on last week about New Year's uh, Day. I was kind of rocking and rolling with the SEC um, but that did me a lot of good with, well, Kentucky was a push. Arkansas was a winner. Uh, and then, you know, Ole Miss was just kind of, I guess the SEC was just one, one, one. So it didn't do me that much good. Now I think about it, but, uh, yeah, Corral, you know, definitely was a game changer being out, uh, cause Ole Miss defense played pretty well up until the fourth quarter. Um, yeah. And then our favorite play was Utah. That looked like it could have hit money line, but covered and Oklahoma state was able to come back and win. So exciting new year's day, much better than the, than the playoff. Um, and as far as games and, and things like that and competitiveness. Um, so that was a lot of fun. Uh, but 
bottom line there. So we we went what four two and one, uh, won like a unit on those because they were all half unit plays. So now let's dig into the college football playoff. Uh, so along with the future on Alabama, I told you guys to put one unit. Um, on them minus 13 and a half. I ended up when I put it in, it was minus 14. Um, I just wasn't confident enough to put more units on it. Um, just because I thought Alabama would control the game kind of like they did, but I thought Cincinnati, I definitely thought they were going to be able to put up more than six points. Um, they definitely they had a touchdown. They dropped at the end. I just thought the back door was going to be wide open in that game, and maybe Alabama was celebrating a little early, even though I, maybe I should know better under Nick Saban that that kind of stuff doesn't happen. Uh, so not a lot of confidence. Wish I had more confidence in the play. Uh, bottom line is Alabama cruises. Uh, we win the unit. Uh, there was never really doubt in that game. First drive, Alabama was just running it down their throats, controlling the line for the scrimmage. They did that pretty much all game. Bryce Young, nothing brilliant, but enough to get it done. And and I kind of feel like that's how, how Saban wanted it to go. I feel like he wanted to be underdogs in this game if Georgia won. And uh, that just kind of – he just kind of wanted to control, get out of there, no injuries, have his team healthy to play for a national title. And, uh, well, he got exactly uh, what he wanted. All right, the next game <laughs> we had Michigan at plus eight and a half. And – um, we also had them one unit on the money line. So this was a disappointing game from the start. The college football playoff, um, has been bleh, I guess, since it started. Uh, the first year was good. Uh, the four seed Ohio state won the national title. Um, but after that, there has not been a lot of upsets or great games or, you know, not in the semifinals at least. So another year like that, um, it was disappointing. Michigan was disappointing all night. Uh, Georgia came out, dominated. Uh, I'll be honest, we had a New Year's Eve party over here. I got very uninterested in this game very quickly because uh, I could tell that it was not going to go Michigan's way. Um, and I was very – obviously, when you have three units on Michigan – um, first three unit play of the podcast. Um, it's disappointing. Yeah, Georgia's just a better team. It's just a bad pick. Uh, there's not really anything I can say about the game anyway that you know would justify the pick. It was a bad pick. Uh, to have that much confidence in it, um, it's just bad. <laughs> uh, that's why we're up only one and a half unit ish on on all our plays now. You, you go with a three unit play, you know, and you lose. Man, it hurts, um, and that definitely hurt this week. Uh, plus another unit on the money line. Just not a good play. And, um, yeah, I mean, that's that's about all you can say about it. And, you know, I, I love college football. I really do. I'm, I, I've told you guys I'm a South Carolina fan. But, you know, I really think it could be, you know, especially in the South, um, people's favorite sport. Maybe it is for majority. But I just – I love the NFL so much more than I love college football. For one reason, one reason only – Honestly, it's just parody, man. I mean, you look at the NFL, it's not like, you know, because it's not like the Panthers are any better than the Gamecocks are in college football. I mean, they both stink. So it's not it's not that. It's, you know, think about how many teams have a chance to make the playoffs. Think, you know, when you make Super Bowl picks uh, at the beginning of the season, think how many different there are. I mean, you heard Chiefs, you heard Rams, uh, you heard Bills probably. 
uh, Packers, Tampa Bay. I mean, that's five right there. Even Cowboys, you know, there's always Cowboys lovers out there. Um, and they're, but they're all legit. They're all, you know, still, even at the end of the season, with a chance that could win the Super Bowl, you throw in teams like Cardinals and, um, my gosh, who else? You know, don't look now. The Cincinnati Bengals, they just beat the Chiefs. I mean, I'm not saying they're going to win the Super Bowl, but, um, you know, there, you know, if there's just so many teams that can win, that just makes it so much more exciting. College football sucks uh, when it comes to that. I mean, it's Alabama, it's the SEC, um, it's Clemson lately. Um, nobody on the West Coast. I mean, Oklahoma's good. Ohio State, you know, they won it in 14, 15. They've, they've been there a couple times. Um, 14 or 15, not both. I can't remember which one. I believe it's 14. Um, but yeah, I mean, it just stinks, man. It just stinks as a casual fan uh, of the game, you know. It doesn't have to be – I would, of course, I'd love it to be South Carolina – being in the national title, but I just want to see different teams, different coast even, man. I remember when Oregon was good. That was exciting. And I've been I've been a fan of playoff expansion because uh, I think it'll change recruiting, right? So because I know everybody comes at me and is like, why do you, you know, the, the semifinal sucks, so why would 5 versus 12 be good? Or Well, yeah, I'm hoping it will change recruiting. Um, you know, I know, you know, the only way, way I know how to, how to change recruiting for 100% is give teams salary caps and just let them, you know, $5 million every team. And they don't have to pay all $5 million if they don't want to. But $5 million, that's the max. No NIL deals. You can pay Caleb Williams $5, mil- Williams $5 million to come to your school. You can spread it out throughout your roster so you get a scholarship plus however much money. That's the only way I know how to do it. But I'm hoping that expansion will change that. But if not, I mean, 14 ain't it. I'll tell you that much. I'd rather, you know, I got a buddy that wants to go back to the BCS system. I'm not against it. It made college football more college football-ish, where it wasn't all about winning a national title. Obviously, it's still very important, but the Rose Bowl was important. Um, you know, I think Ohio State had something like two or three receivers out of that game. Uh, and just these other bowl games were important. They're just not important anymore. They're just, to, to most teams, um, you know, it is what it is, but, you know, state of college football just, just sucks right now. Um, so I'll get off my, my soapbox there, but just want to talk about that. Um, so yeah, Alabama advances, Georgia advances. We have an all SEC final. I'll give y'all a pick for that at the end. Um, but we do have the future on Alabama, uh, not as a podcast, just, just letting you guys know my plays. We also have a future on Kansas city and green Bay. Uh, I'll try to, I'll try to keep y'all up with my futures. Just if you want to ride along, uh, feel free. All right. So let's get into the NFL and the week that was, uh, once again, I believe I said this earlier, but shout out to the Atlanta Falcons, the only team to cover for us this week. And I watched that game, most of it, and it was a mess for them to try to cover. They got a safety. Uh, they scored late. That got pulled back. Uh, they got a, Josh Allen, I believe, threw two interceptions, maybe three. One of them was in the end zone. Um, so basically the Bills played like crap, and the Falcons covered by half a point. So thank you, Bills. Um, and, yeah, like I said, Shout out to the Falcons. Uh, snowy day up in Buffalo. They were able to find a way to cover. Uh, not really sure how they did it. Like I said, watching that game, uh, the Bills looked like the much better football team uh, until they made mistakes. And the Falcons were able to capitalize just enough. Um, so bottom line, we started off the week 1-0. Uh, and then it was all downhill from there. Uh, next game we'll dive into, uh, another 1 o'clock game. 
uh, was Ravens and Rams. And I don't know what the heck is going on with Matt Safford, but he is just not playing good. I do not know how the Rams don't win that game by, we got it early at three and a half. I believe it closed at like six, six and a half. Uh, I know Huntley's a good backup quarterback, but he's still a backup quarterback. Um, not really an excuse, man. The Rams are not playing good football. Everyone's talking about they're the biggest threat to the Packers. We'll go into it next week. Uh, next week, along with picks for the playoff games, I will pick the whole bracket of what I think is going to happen. Just win, loss, no points, spread, or anything like that. Just for fun. Uh, just to have it. Um, I'll, pay, I'll give a Super Bowl champion and everything. Uh, there's no point in doing that now as the, as the matchups are not finalized. Um, but we'll do that next week. So anyway, everyone's saying that, that the Rams are the biggest threat. I don't understand it. I know they're the two seed right now, um, but they are just not playing good. Excuse me. My dog is knocking on my office door, so if you hear that, I do apologize. But anyway, um, yeah, the the Ravens uh, control the game. Most of the ball control the lead most of the game. Uh, got up by five, uh, I believe. Uh, Rams went down the field, scored late. 2019. I'm thinking to myself, my goodness, okay, there's still like a minute left. I'm like, and it, I know it's Huntley, but I'm like, gosh, if you can get anywhere close, Justin Tucker can knock this thing through. Ravens can't get close. So Rams do win the game, but they don't cover. So one and one. Uh, the next one we had Texas and San Francisco uh, plus 12 and a half uh, on the Texans. I was very confident because when we took this play, uh, Garoppolo was playing. And then suddenly he wasn't. And I know Lance is supposed to be this good player, you know, down the line, big athletic. I like him a lot. Um, but I, you know, I thought first start, he did not look good in the first half. Texans got out to a seven nothing lead. Uh, I believe led seven to three at halftime. So I was feeling very confident about this one. Um, and then it was just kind of like a slow, you know, painful, like slip away. Okay. They got up 10-7. Then they got up 17-7. But you're like, all right, maybe they can do this might be the final score. Maybe the Texans can go get a trash touchdown. Then San Francisco, I believe, made it 20-7 to on a field goal. And then you needed the back door. The back door didn't happen. Uh fourth down, stop. San Francisco got another field goal, but there was like a minute and a half left, 23 to 7. San Francisco, or sorry, Texans drove down the field, I believe, and got all the way to San Francisco's like 20, 15 yard line. But time ran out and it was 23-7 loss. And so that put us at one and two with the Sunday night and Monday night games. And I hate to sound like uh negative Nancy or whatever, or I told you I could have seen this coming from a mile away. Once we were one and two guys, I knew we were in for a bad week because I had pretty much given up on the both of the other two games. This is what I mean when we you know, when you take lines on Tuesday, you know, we've had it go in our favor, like when the we got the Dolphins at plus three and then Ian Book ended up being the starting quarterback. Once Kirk Cousins was out of this game, I knew that even though the Packers had not been putting people away, that they were not going to cover, that the Vikings were not going to cover six and a half. And that's exactly what happened. I mean, it was it, the line, I, I think, ended at 13 and a half. Um, but bottom line is that was never going to be a game. It, you know, like I said, once Kirk Cousins was out, I just pretty much wrote it as L. There's no reason to really dig into that game. We just, bad luck. Um, and then Cleveland Steelers, um, obviously nobody was announced out of that game. Um, but, you know, when I made this pick, I made it with 
the, the thought that Cleveland was going to be fighting for its playoff lives um, because I didn't think the Bengals were going to beat uh, Kansas City. Like, I, that didn't even cross my mind that they were going to clinch the division this week before Cleveland played. Well, obviously they did. And, you know, you can say that doesn't matter, whatever, like professionals show up. I mean, playing for your playoff life and, you know, a year where you're supposed to be one of the favorites in Cleveland, um, yeah, they were totally dejected. And you could see that. And, you know, the Steelers were obviously up for Big Ben in his last game. They were going to be up for that anyway, though. But I thought if Cleveland, you know, needed it and wanted the, and had to have the dub that they would get it. Obviously, they didn't need it or have to have it. They were already out. So, disappointing. Another thing when you make a Tuesday pick, like I said, you know, things change. Uh, Cincinnati upset Kansas City, and and that changed uh, changed everything. So, disappointing week, one of four. Uh, we look to bounce back. Um, but you know what? Oz did go 1-0. We did the Monday night game, and um, he went Steelers minus three, which was smart. He had all the information and picked the game right before. And uh, he made the right pick. So he moves to 2-1 and one on his picks. Um, remember, he hit the Bama game on the money line. So he was up two units, then lost on the Washington-Dallas game to go to point nine. Um, so now he hit another unit. So he's up, you know, 1.9-ish units. Uh, so good for him. Oz is, Oz is up more than we are right now. My dog is, once again, a better gambler than I am because he is up 1.9. If you've only followed his picks, I am up 1.5. So, um, we look to change that this week, though. We look to change that this week. So, let's dive right into it. Let's get into our week 18 picks, um, and I will tweet these out, uh, and then we'll do our national title picks, uh, or national title pick, excuse me, and uh, then we'll go from there. All right, so the first game comes on Saturday. So, week 18 can be tricky, which used to be week 17. Obviously, there's an added game. I look for games that are meaning that the teams I'm going to bet on for are want they need it. They want to play for some reason, whether it's seeding for a division title to make the playoffs, whatever. That's what I look for because there are some weird lines out there right now. Like Cincinnati uh, is three point favorites over the Browns. Uh, Baker Mayfield's not playing, um, so I would normally hop all over Cincinnati. But I'm weary. Is Burrow going to play? I mean, they still need it for seeding, but maybe they don't care. Maybe they'd rather have the rest and take the four seed over the three seed. So I don't know their thinking. So until something's announced, uh, I'm just going to stay away from games like this. So here, that, that, just so you can see kind of what my thinking is, all these games are meaningful on Sunday, okay, that I'm picking right now. Um, or Saturday and Sunday, because I do have a Saturday game. But um, So that's my thinking with Week 18. Got to be careful. There are weird lines out there, but you also got to make sure you know who's playing, who's not playing, um, and things like that when it comes to Week 18. Um, so we got the Chiefs minus 10 against the Broncos. This is going to be a two-unit play. Uh, we actually have two two-unit plays this week, um, and this is the first one. Look, the Chiefs just lost to uh, the Bengals. Uh, I think they want to grab some momentum going into the playoffs. Um, Still could get the one seed if the Titans lose to, I believe, the Texans. I don't think that's going to happen. The Chiefs probably don't either. But you could secure the two seed and make sure you're playing whoever the seven is. 
Um, make sure you're playing at home up until championship Sunday. So I think it's an important game for them. I think they get back on track. The Broncos don't have anything to play for. So I do like the Chiefs minus 10 here a lot. So two units on that one. Uh, then we have the Colts. Excuse me. The Colts minus 15 and a half against the Jags. Look, Jags are playing terrible. They just got killed by the Patriots. I don't think a lot of the players want to be there. I think they're probably already on vacation in their mind. Um, the Colts have to, and you know, they maybe they want to play spoiler, but I don't really think they do. It's been a disastrous year in Jacksonville. Lawrence hasn't been good. The coaching situation was terrible. It's I think they're over it. And even if they aren't, the Colts know they have to win this game. I think they're going to score and keep scoring. So I love the Colts at minus 15 and a half here, but we're going to keep it a one-unit play just because 15 and a half is a lot of points. Um, but we're going to roll with the Colts so that they clinch that playoff spot against the Jacks. Um, the next one. So this is a very interesting game to me. Both teams, meaning, very meaningful to both teams. Um the 49ers plus four of the Rams. Look, if the Rams beat the 49ers, which they're favored to by four, uh, the 49ers can miss the playoffs. I'm, I think if the I guess if the Saints win, um, which I guess they're playing the Falcons, so it's a very winnable game for the Saints. Um, I'm not sure what all and if if the Ram if the 49ers beat the Rams and the Cardinals win, the Cardinals still win that division. So there's a lot up in the air. Um, in the NFC West, uh, and the Cardinals will play the Seahawks. Shouldn't really have a problem with them, and I'm sure they'll be playing to have a chance to win that division for sure. Um, so I don't see them resting any of their starters. But um, I like the 49ers here. I, I might sprinkle the money on, but I really like the plus four. Um, even if it is Trey Lance, you know, he showed enough um, to have confidence. And look, Stafford's not playing well. Um, especially in the first half. And if he throws two, three picks against 49ers in the first half, you know, it might not even be a game in the second half. So I like the 49ers plus four here. Um, we're going to keep that a unit as well. Um, but bottom line, I think the 49ers uh, know they have to win to get in or know that they need to win to get in um, or they're going to have to rely on some other things to happen. So uh, I like the 49ers here. Uh, our other two-unit play of the week is the Pats and minus six-and-a-half um, versus the Dolphins. You're right. And I, I love the Pats here. Sorry. I don't know what I was thinking about there. This is our other two-unit. Um, Pats looked good last week. I think Belichick wants to get the boys rolling uh, into the playoffs, making sure they're playing well. They're probably going to have to go up to Buffalo. Plus, if somehow Buffalo does lose – to the Jets, who you know played Tampa down to the wire last week, um, then the Patriots could still win the division. So I don't see Belichick resting anybody. Um, yeah, I think the they get rolling, um, and you know it's a touch, you know it's a less than a touchdown line. So you definitely want to get it before it gets to seven. Um, I like the Patriots at minus six and a half, two units. Uh, and then the last one here we have probably the most important game of the weekend because. The winner is in uh, against the Chargers and the Raiders. Um, both teams have had good seasons fighting for that last playoff spot. Uh, division division rivals. Um, you know, you got two quarterbacks that are, you know, Herbert's obviously only in his second year. Um, Carr's definitely still trying to make his name for himself um, as an elite quarterback. So a lot of pressure on both of those guys to get in the playoffs and see if they can do anything in the playoffs. Um, but I'm picking who I think the better team is. 
Um, the Raiders have had just had so much turmoil this year with Henry Ruggs and Gruden. It's crazy that they're even in this position, but I just do not think they make the playoffs. So I'm going to roll with the Chargers at minus two and a half. Uh, the only thing I guess that kind of worries me, but not really because it's not going to happen, is if the Jags beat Indy. I saw this on Twitter. If the Jags beat Indy, then um, the Raiders and Chargers just need to tie both made the playoffs, but surely they wouldn't just, I don't know, tie. Like, they'd still try to win, right? I don't know. Would be a weird situation. Would be funny to watch two NFL teams just, like, run, 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 three and out, run, 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 three and out. Obviously, the NFL doesn't want that. I don't think that's going to be a problem because Indy will destroy Jacksonville as we have our pick. So, those are the five picks for this week. We got Chiefs minus 10 against the Broncos, two units. Uh, Colts minus 15 and a half versus the Jags, uh, 49ers plus four versus the Rams, Patriots minus six and a half versus the Dolphins, Chargers versus Raiders, uh, Chargers minus two and a half, one unit. So Pats and Chiefs are your two two unit plays. All right. So now we got our picks. It's going to have a much better week, week 18. Uh, we'll get into the national championship game. And uh, so as you guys know, I have four units. Um, on Alabama right now to as a future uh, right before the playoff four units win four units um, so here's how I here's the national championship game how I break it down is look man I think Vegas is going to swindle a lot of people twice people love the dogs in the SEC championship game they really did uh, minus six and a half they bet against Saban and now they're two and a half point favorites and people are just talking dogs, 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 dogs beat Michigan, dogs beat Michigan. I'm telling you guys, better coach, not even close, Nick Saban. Better quarterback, not even close, Bryce Young. So with the four units I already have, I'm adding two more units. Not Bama plus three. I don't need the points. Bama money line. Bama's going to win this game. Bama's a better team. Bama has a better culture. Bama is the best uh, university, organization, football team, whatever you want to call it, in college football. Has been for the last decade. Owns Georgia. Beat them in the national championship with their, when they brought in their second string quarterback. Beat them in the SEC championship multiple times. And people just continue to pick the dogs. I don't get it. I don't get it. Bama has the best coach. Bama has a Heisman winning quarterback. I don't even think, I don't even know why this is a question. And I'm not here saying Bama's going to win the game by 20 points again. I'm just saying they're going to win the game. It might be by a field goal. It might be by a touchdown. It might be by a point. But you're giving me points and Alabama again, Vegas. I don't need them. Two units on Alabama. Official podcast play. Bama, money line, roll tied to another Nick Saban national championship. Well, that's all we got for you today. I'm going to tweet out the plays this week. Um, uh, NFL and college football. Uh, Shortly after I tweet out the podcast. Thanks for listening. Uh, Tune in next week. We will, like I said, we will do NFL playoffs. 
We'll pick every game against the spread in the NFL, which I guess there will be what? The two versus seven, three versus six, four. So there'll be six, six NFL plays uh, the next two weekends after this one. Um, no, that's not right. There'll be six next week, and then it'll be uh, four, and then there'll be two, and then one. So, sorry. Six, four, two, one for the next four weeks. Um, we will do cannot wait for the Super Bowl show down the road. Uh, but a lot of exciting stuff. Let's bounce back. Hey, tough week last week. It happens. Uh, but there's only, you know, you can either put your head down or push through. And we're pushing through. A lot of fun plays this week. If you count Bama, three two-unit plays this week. So a lot of time to make some money. A uh, lot of units out there. A lot of winnings coming our way. Enjoy. Thanks for listening, guys. Talk to you later.